0: Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, one-shot, and special presentation in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I am Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Camarena. And before we get started with this week's uh, episode, we want to ask you to follow us on some form of social media. We are at MCU underscore Rewind. Uh, And then um, if you want to send us an email, we are at uh, uh, Tony, do we we have an underscore in that email address or no? No, we do not. We do not. No. Okay. All right. It might have changed. That's why. Anyway, we are mcrewind at gmail.com. No underscore in that one. As you just heard, Tony, confirm. Um, also, even better than that, which I should probably ask first, is if you gave us a rating on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. You know, whichever one works, but I think Apple Podcasts is just, it's the big one, right? So more people see that. Um, and then also, tell your friends about the show. Tell them to subscribe to the show. To to Like, they don't have to to listen to it. Just hit that auto-download button on their phone. And that's all. that's all we care about. Yeah. All right, with that stuff out of the way, today we are continuing our rewind of season two of Luke Cage. We're talking about episode four, I Get Physical, which originally dropped with everything else in the season on June 22nd of 2018.
1: And as usual, here's a quick rundown of the episode. Bushmaster knocks Luke unconscious, and the footage of their fight spreads across the internet. When he wakes up, Luke decides to further his investigation of the Jamaicans and returns to the warehouse where he fought the gang members, bringing Misty Knight along. They discover Nigel's body and Misty is able to talk to the owner of the building who grew up with Bushmaster while he is in an ICE detention center. He explains that Bushmaster intends to get revenge for the wrongs committed against his family. From the evidence in the building, Uh, Luke uh, goes to visit Tilda, and she gives him medicine to help with his concussion. Bushmaster visits Mariah Mm -hmm. and reveals that uh, his grandparents or parents or someone in the past were once business uh, partners with her parents. Mm -hmm. Uh, Shades uh, follows him back to a restaurant run uh, by his acquaintances, while Comanche secretly reports uh, to the chief of police after uh, clashing with Mariah all throughout the episode. Bobby leaves to serve as an organ donor to his sick daughter, leaving Luke alone. Then, to top it all off, Luke is served by a process server. This episode could have been called Luke's No Good, Very Bad
0: Day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, you know, I think we were complaining last week that he... Uh, the show didn't feel like it gave us a reason for him to be so stressed. This episode he does. He has a good right? reason. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I think they just released him in the wrong order.
1: Although it would be yeah. real confusing to have Claire leave then come back just to leave again. But still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Alright, let's move on to our fast facts. On your left. Uh-huh. On my left. Got it. Stop! Damn it! Jesus, you are fast. Stay away.
0: Look, I don't want to hurt you. <laughs> You didn't see that coming. All right, all right, you Tony. This one feels like a little bit of a stretch, but this time again, I think this is a good fast fact. Okay. Uh, not an Easter egg, a fast fact. Okay. All right. So, uh, according to Tilda's uh, recipe book, um, like when when Bushmaster was like, "Hey, I, I need these things for you know mm-hmm. for, for my stuff." Um, so the treatment that he needed included. Um, uh, Nani Extrant, uh, Anamu Extract. Sorry, I, I am going to say all these. Um, Nightshade, aloe Salt, Leaf of Life, Sarasa, Turmeric Root, uh, Anady, Amaranth, uh, Cola Nut, and finally, Coconut Oil. Now, I checked. Mm. Only three of those are not available on Amazon. Nightshade, Sursa, and Anady. So, just so you know, if you wanted to become Bushmaster or at least get his powers, Amazon will get you really far.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, I don't know about the other two, but Nightshade is definitely a poison. So, remember, <laughs> that's now in
0: your search history. Yes, yeah. Uh, the you other know, two, I, most likely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's worse. It's on my Amazon search history. No, oh, uh, So now I'm going to get advertisements for it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, mm-hmm.
1: yeah I mean, I'll give it to you, because I couldn't find any Easter eggs in this episode. So. Uh, I was going to give you a pass you needed, anyway. but You need to tell but, me this ahead of time.
0: No, it's more entertaining <laughs> to do it on air. Uh, well, to be fair, um, we were talking off air that I I watch the episodes before you do, usually. Because um, you watch them closer to when we record. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so you could tell me that after you watch the episode. And I'll be like, well, too late. I've already written something down.
1: I could. <laughs> but also, the listeners wouldn't hear your disappointment.
0: Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> All
1: right. Well, for my fast facts, we get the mm-hmm. title. I get physical, which is off of Pete and Rock and uh, CL Smooth's album, The Main Ingredient. So, yep, another another one of those. Um, also, I would not consider the fast fact, but just a little background on Misty's arm, who we get like the sketches for in this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bionic one, not just like her left arm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in the comics, it was not designed by Rand. It was designed by Stark Industries. Um, oh. Uh, also, uh, it was designed by a mutant named Forge, who was working for um, for Stark Industries. Oh, huh. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, do you know what Forge's powers are? Um, I'm guessing to build things.
0: Okay. Yeah, that's what I was wondering too. Yeah. Uh, I I'm familiar with him. I use him uh, as a character a lot in Marvel Snap. So I what's his powers in Marvel Snap? Uh, It gives the next card you play more power, like plus two power. Uh, Probably it's 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 useful. Yeah, exactly. You build an upgrade. (laughs) I like Uh, to I like to use it with Deadpool, and then I kill Deadpool, so his power doubles, and I keep doing mm. that over and over. Which means nothing to I'm sure the majority of people listening. Oh, absolutely not. I I think I've downloaded
1: Marvel Snap and then uh, never like played it once and then never again.
0: (laughs) You can get pretty far without paying for it, but it's very addictive. Yeah, Uh, when I got it, when I first started playing, um, I got it and like I just kept like getting new cards, and then one day I just hit a drought. I was like, oh well, this Mm. sucks.
1: So his powers, Forge, is he has in, he's an intuitive genius. He has intuitive talent for um, inventing mechanical devices and then figuring out functions and the most efficient way to use things. Um, he's also a shaman, so he also has sorcery powers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, sure, why not? Okay, yeah. so he can make... He he can make a physical item. He can make this cool mm-hmm. arm, and then he can make the arm shoot fireballs. All right, cool. That's perfect. <laughs> yep.
1: He has so called spirit <laughs> sight, the ability to open portals into other dimensions, the ability to steal and use other souls to enhance mystical spells, and to separate <laughs> his mind
0: from his body and travel in spirit form. Okay. So the question that I have about Forge, mm-hmm. so his mutant abilities give Is him it- the 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 genius intuition of mechanical stuff. Yes. Do his mutant abilities also give him the, the shaman sorcery powers? No, or is that he, that's just completely separate? He just he's,
1: a, he's also a tribal shaman. Uh, let me scroll up to see like where he was a tribal. He's a Cheyenne Indian, so um, he got his shaman magical powers from being a Native American shaman um, in a most likely racist thing from mm-hmm yeah and then he's also a mutant so he has uh these uh was it genius in, intuitive genius is what they call it in the-
0: <laughs> okay all right all right that's cool so so he grew up learning the sorcerer stuff like that's he dedicated mm-hmm. his life to, to learning that and becoming good with it and then as a mutant he just for free got this whole other set of abilities um that's yeah. nice okay cool <laughs>
1: Yeah. Also, uh, <laughs> apparently, he's out of practice with his magic sp- skills because he relies on his mutant powers too much.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, I would too. Yeah. Uh, right. Then again, unless every so often I wanted to create a portal to another dimension. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I'd use that one a lot.
1: Okay, all right, never mind. <laughs> you know what I would use that for is nope. I want to see like I want to go in the dimension where. Uh, Nick Cage's Superman came out. Or I want to see the dimension <laughs> where, just like cool. I would use my dimension powers, just to see movies or shows that never happen. I want to watch <laughs> Firefly until it lasts so long it gets bad.
0: <laughs> is, I'll just go okay, with well, that universe. <laughs> okay, so here's the question: Is that is that a dimension or is that a different universe? Because in my mind, those are separate things. Like I always thought, like within within Marvel, like the MCU, they have you know the normal dimension and then they have the dark dimension, right? That's come up a few times. Um, I assume so, that each universe in the multiverse also has its own version of the dark dimension or not. That, that was my question. All right, I I don't know. I thought I always assumed
1: there are dimensions, dark dimension um, like that. And then there are timelines and timelines and universes are the same thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That that yeah, uh, I'll I'll go with that. I assume that yes, the timeline and the universe within the multiverse yeah, is the so yeah, same thing. Yeah, you know, a branch. I mean,
1: of. why would I want to go to the dark dimension or the mirror dimension or a third dimension they've never mentioned? <laughs>
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's right. Why would you want to go to any of those three? Yep. I'm sure well, well maybe to learn things. what the third one is. But
1: <laughs> eh, I saw Doctor Strange's vision. I don't need to know any of that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's fair, yeah.
1: Oh. Alright, moving on to our heroes. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't have to pull out another Easter egg like yeah. who the director was for this episode, so yeah. Right.
1: Di- who was the director for this episode, huh?
0: Uh, the director was Sally Richardson-Whitfield, uh, who yep. actually like- has some decent nerd cred. Uh, she was a, she's directed some stuff and also been an actress in some things, but it looks like her directing credentials are on has more uh nerd stuff like the wheel of time two episodes of that which episodes because um, i only watched the first three so it could have been one i seen <laughs> uh let's see what happens when i click it two episode episode five and No, oh, oh, nope, see nope didn't see any of her stuff or at least that stuff <laughs> <laughs> all right uh let's see she did an episode of doom patrol uh oh did you ever watch american gods i did
1: i watched the first season and like the start of the second season but really went downhill quickly
0: ah okay i never finished the book so
1: okay oh it's it's one of my favorite books
0: Hmm. yeah i I, I fell asleep listening to it once on an airplane and then just never went back to figure out where how much i remembered uh because obviously it kept going for like a half hour or something all right anyway we that's enough of that uh (laughs) all right uh moving
1: on to our heroes which i already said but now the sound effect will go here
0: it is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I,
1: I never said I mean, you're a superhero. Didn't? Mm-mm.
0: Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic.
1: I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for-real superhero, which is, I'm not, like, a groupie stalker type of...
0: It's too late for heroes. Heroes, your word,
1: not mine. Okay. <laughs> um... All right. Uh Luke uh just taking a walk, had a rough day, and then <laughs> he gets ambushed. And Am- yeah, ambushmastered.
0: No, no. Oh, oh. I see what you did there. It was bad, but I see it. Yeah,
1: hey, I tried. <laughs> and trying is half the battle. Like, no, that's knowing. Anyway.
0: <laughs> well, we also don't know what the other half is. I've always assumed it's lasers and explosions. But it could be yes. trying,
1: but not death. Can't kill people.
0: That's right. Mm-hmm.
1: Alright, um, yeah, so, uh, I keep harping on this, people tagging him as he's walking around the city depressed,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. I'm
1: surprised he hasn't assaulted more people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I'm sure he he knows, right, like, if if someone tries something on him, he, he has to go at them a little easier, a little softer, yeah. uh, than, you know, he would have had to 20 years ago, or... 15, 10, I don't know how long he's had his powers. since before he has his powers. Yeah. So, That's true. so uh, similar to Bruce Banner, right? He's, he's, he has calming techniques, which aren't doing too much right now. He, he has those issues. Yeah. Um, I was
1: actually going to bring um, uh, Hulk up too, in this fight. Uh, mm-hmm. Where the um, this seems like to be the first like fight of someone with similar powers who also has skill much like mm-hmm. Hulk versus Thanos in the beginning of the Infinity War.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And they both get knocked out. So uh,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. And Luke apparently at least last episode was getting his uh, power from his rage. So
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, it, it's, it's interesting. Cause like, um, in this case, Luke. Um, you know, he hasn't been genuinely hurt in a while, right? No. Like uh I guess the last time he was actually hurt was the uh uh that the episode the, the couple of episodes last season. Yeah, exactly. The Judas Bullet. Yeah. right. Um I guess he wasn't injured at all in the defenders, so he was the only one who had been completely safe.
1: He did get his arm dislocated like two episodes ago when he got shot. With that 6 oh, yeah. uh, barreled shotgun,
0: that's right. He he got shot and he fell. I I think the fall was what really hurt him. But, yeah, um, but he still got hurt. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. right. Yeah, so yeah. okay, all right. That's true. Okay, but yeah. he's lying on the ground and like he has that ringing in his ear and all that stuff. And later on, he spits blood out. So yeah, yeah, typically worse.
1: Yeah, he is concussed here, where he is not concussed. <laughs> By the ship,
0: the six barrel shotgun. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So that should show, I guess, how much more force um, mm-hmm. Bushmaster Bushmax. has. Yeah. To be fair, uh, Luke Cage, that that six barrel shotgun, shot him in the chest, not in the head. Mm-hmm. So we, we okay. don't know. Right. Because, I mean, last time he was shot with the shotgun, the two barrel shotgun in Jessica Jones. He was out for a day. But again, he's stronger now, so I I have no idea. It's it's all yeah. over the place. If I mean, his
1: brain was swelling. I, I assume the first time when he got shot by Jessica was... Did that result in a concussion? Because I know you're more likely to get concussed if you've been concussed once.
0: Oh, that's a good point. Um, he was unconscious, so I don't know if he would have... I don't... I have absolutely no idea. Okay. If you can be both, like... If you're knocked unconscious from being hit, does that automatically mean you're concussed? Um, or is it an additional I mean, I'm going thing
1: to assume from Batman rules, if you're knocked unconscious, you're fine.
0: Okay, cool. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah, and all these guys that we see him knock out unconscious, right? He just taps them on the head. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, fine. we don't see them later, but I'm sure they're fine. Uh, yeah, they're all fine.
1: It, it, I mean, yeah, everyone gets tapped on the head. Uh, yeah. A cockroach is not fine.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm.
1: So yeah, so he gets knocked out in front of all of Harlem and their phones. And so he goes home, uh, spitting up blood, which is probably not a great sign. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he calls Claire, but it goes to voicemail. Now I've got a question. Do you think this is him showing that he's too proud to leave a voicemail? Or is this (laughs) just a TV trope? When it goes to voicemail, they automatically hang up and never
0: leave a message.
1: Because that always bugs me. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, um, no, I mean, some shows, you know, if someone wants to leave a message, they will. Um, but also, there's a lot of people who don't leave messages. They're like, eh, you, can, you know that I called you. You'll call me back or something, right? I'm one of those yeah. people. I don't leave messages.
1: See, I'm like, if I'm a concussed and you are a medical professional, I'll leave a message. If If it is important <laughs> enough that it needs an immediate response, I will leave a message
0: true um but also like he should probably talk to an actual like someone else right if, if he can't get to Claire he should go see someone else Dr Strange uh, Yeah there you go perfect I mean they haven't met but I'm sure they're only a few blocks away from each other No he's in I mean, Harlem could, so Yeah it's we can I like can find exactly away. how yeah. far <laughs> they are <laughs> Uh no yeah they're like a mile away 2 miles I don't know yeah. how how big Manhattan is but they're there's a distance yeah yeah. He could walk there if he wanted to. It would take a while.
1: Yep. You have to call someone for a ride. Uh, mm-hmm. They're not there yet, but... Call Danny Rand. He probably knows a doctor, or two.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: But no, he'll just sleep it off. It's fine. Yeah, um, all right. The next day, we get pretty much the last... Last name on the coffin of the relationship, he goes to see uh, Claire's house, and she's left, and he's no longer welcome there. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: uh, He does apologize for putting the hole in the wall. The guy's there cool. fixing it. Um, he does not offer to pay for it or, or no. fix it himself. No, Again, no of course. He, he just do- I mean, he doesn't
1: make money.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: Um, and why would he steal that guy's job? That guy's getting paid. Why would they? <laughs> that would be mean. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. It's yeah, probably man. part of a union, and yeah. you know, some people in unions they get mad if someone else tries to take the job. That's mm-hmm. true. So uh, he goes with Misty to
1: Bushmaster's warehouse, and um, yeah, they find the body. Yeah, not—I'm just trying to look to see what happens. Uh, yeah, he. Got a bunch of stuff with Misty. I
0: don't know. What do you want to talk about, <laughs> <Luke>. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There, there isn't too much, right? He, he confides in Misty a little. He's like, "Yeah, Claire and I, um you know, we're going through a rough patch. I don't have a place to stay, and uh, can I stay with you?" Oh no, no. She's like, "No, no, no. Every trick you're going to try, uh you cannot stay with me." Uh, uh-uh. um, yeah. Because he tries like two separate times, right? He asks, and then later he leaves his bag in her car to go pick it up later. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, do you think Luke is trying to get with Misty, like right after Claire?
0: No, no, I don't think so. I think he needs a bed to sleep somewhere okay. or a sofa, right? Something somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't right. think he's hitting on her. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay,
1: good because I, um, I'm trying to figure out like how much time is it between Jessica and Misty. The time they slept together, and then Misty to Claire. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, I know Tilda's doing most of the the flirting, but definitely there's something happening with Tilda later in this episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, Jessica to Misty I thought was a while. Okay. Some some amount of time, maybe even months. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, Misty to Claire, I don't know, a week? Uh, yeah, that, that's true. It's, yeah. it's in the same season. so. Yeah, exactly. Like three episodes apart. Uh or did they even they slept together in like the in the season, episode. okay, all right, cool, I couldn't remember uh if they did or not, okay, um hmm. okay, yeah,
1: um, so yeah, they split up again after Luke tries to be slick and uh leave his stuff with misty. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he goes. He found evidence of a uh, mother's touch uh, apothecary. I guess it is. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And goes to to Tilda, uh, unbeknownst of who her mother is. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and he kind of just like shares his entire backstory, and she caresses him a bit,
0: and mm-hmm. yeah, that's yeah. He gets a medical help. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. She gives him what is basically a painkiller. And it's like, go mm-hmm. see someone. Yeah, go see an um,
1: actual... Well, she is an actual doctor, but go see someone who is currently working as a doctor.
0: Yes, someone who has equipment to look inside of your head and actually gauge how bad this damage is for you. But, yeah. but he's got superpowers, knows and she'll be fine. This
1: isn't a crime thing, either. Like I understand Luke not wanting to go to the police every, or to the hospital every time, but everyone mm-hmm. saw him get rocked. Like... Yeah. Go to the hospital man
0: <laughs> yeah I- exactly like i don't I don't get it does he does he just think he has like an enhanced healing factor also in addition to all this stuff, like we don't know that,
1: I mean, no, like he doesn't have a scar from the Jewish bullet, but his brain is vulnerable, he knows this <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. uh. Yeah. So he goes back to the barbershop, and uh, Bobby Fish uh, is leaving, helping, going to help his daughter. Um, mm-hmm. In actuality, uh, Ron Cephas Jones, the actor who plays Bobby, uh, is leaving to film the movie Dog Days, which came out in 2018. And he was on This Is Us, which was starting filming. So. Oh,
0: okay. All right. Yeah. Well, good for him, moving up in the world. <laughs> yeah. I, but uh, I think
1: yeah. it's, it's fine... What happens because I mean like we said in the earlier in the episode, he's left alone. And this is like the most vulnerable Luke's ever been. Like mm-hmm. Pop's gone, DW's turned against him. <laughs> uh Claire, Bobby, the yeah, everyone's everyone's gone now.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh the the only other note I have I just want to mention about Bobby Fish because I'm sure we're not going to talk about him later. Yeah. Um if you have any estranged family, the lesson from here is always be nice to them because you never know when you'll need a kidney. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's true. <laughs>
1: um yeah, and so he leaves and uh Bobby kind of talks to him about um he like he's one man and he's trying to be two different people, the friendly Luke that people the locals know, and then the intimidating Luke, and the, it can't exist mm. in the same person.
0: Well, it's it's tough, it's hard for that, but yeah, 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 because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he he has to be both, right? He has to be the what is it, the carrot and the stick?
1: Yeah, I yeah, I mean, if you hit someone with a stick with a carrot hard
0: enough, a carrot can't be that's a true. Stick. Yeah, he can, he can hit someone hard enough with it. Yeah, just has to have like enough length a, to it, I guess. To like, I don't, I don't know. You need to have, to so have a sturdy break. carrot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You need a sturdy carrot, and then yeah, it's basically a stick. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: All right, uh, and then he gets served. Uh, I don't remember <laughs> why he's being served. Like, there's a variety of thing. Is it Comanche or not a Comanche cockroach? Uh, <laughs> I think it was cockroach. Okay. I think so. Yeah, yeah we'll find um, out soon. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. If only uh, he knew a lawyer whose head, whose um, wasn't buried under a rubble. That'd be real convenient. If for him.
0: only, if only. All right, moving on to Misty. Yeah, that sounds good. Let's talk about Misty. All right.
1: Um. So the first thing I have is she's defending Luke from uh the other police officers, uh, Nandy and Mark uh mocking him for being knocked down and stuff like that. And they they bring up Mike Tyson uh losing his first fight, which I looked up. Uh mm-hmm. apparently because she said she was five when it happened. Uh uh-huh. that fight took place in nineteen ninety. So we've got an age for her if this takes place in twenty eighteen she'd be thirty three.
0: <laughs> okay, I don't know. That's not yeah. That's not bad. Yeah. Um Yeah, so, like, now I'm looking up the actress out of curiosity. Um, Let's see.
1: Oh, uh, oh, sorry. Missy would be 38 right now if it was now, and she didn't get
0: blipped. (laughs) Yeah, the actress, it's actually only a one-year age difference. She was born in 82, so now, of date, she would be um, 39. So, okay. So, yeah, pretty close. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Uh, Which means that the actress, when filming, that was thirty four. I guess is is what I'm saying.
1: Okay. Okay, that's I was like doing trying to do the math. Like, what? Sorry. Yeah. 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 No, it's
0: all good. Yes, if she Um, was, if Misty was thirty three, there the actress was thirty four. Yep. Yep.
1: Yeah. You know what? Still young enough to lead the uh, Dars of the Dragon TV show. So.
0: Yeah. Exactly.
1: (laughs) Um. Yeah, so she's like, how dare you guys be laughing at a citizen being assaulted? And the chief doesn't want to intervene because of Lu- how Luke's been reacting to the police lately.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, to him specifically, but yeah.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. Although he has been saying, like, to Misty, just like, if the police did their jobs and stuff like that. Yeah, but yeah, that's
0: true, yeah. <laughs> um,
1: I like Misty's reaction, though, is just like, I'm leaving. I've got rehab. She now, like... She thinks she's pretty untouchable, which is <laughs> where Luke was in episode one. So hopefully this doesn't go poorly. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, she goes to like, so she goes with Luke. They find the dead body. She meets an old friend. Uh, I call him Exposition Tomas because all he's there is to give exposition. <laughs> <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Uh, so yeah, she goes to visit Gideon Shaw, um, Bushmaster's, I guess, like childhood friend, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: Yeah, he tells him, tells her this whole long story that I don't know if we want to get into it now or talk about it with Bushmaster stuff.
0: or um, hey, Let's talk about it now. I mean, it, it was told to Misty, so yeah, it's part yeah. of it.
1: Yeah, so there's a whole allegory about him growing up and hearing the story from uh this man Anansi who we actually see Anansi later in the episode mm-hmm. uh about people get at the bottom of the hill going after the people at the top of the hill and killing him for to get what he believes is his uh-huh and he, that's what he wants to do he wants to get revenge for whatever happened to his family
0: yeah yeah um I mean as a story like all right that's cool it's it's you know that type of story exists in uh-huh. you know other cultures. You know I, I think the the common one that we all know is more like uh, when you're at the top, you've got everything to lose. When you're at the bottom, nothing to lose. So yeah. go for it, right? Like that's that's essentially what it is. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and We're a little more targeted, I guess. But yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, the thing we talked about American Gods very briefly earlier. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. One of the characters is Anansi, the spider god, who in the Semi sequel spin spin-off Anansi uh, Boys, which is focusing on him and his sons. uh Anansi just tells like this these types of allegories and stories the whole time. So I guess that's like I don't know much about African mythology, or Jamaican mythology, Caribbean mythology because it's all kind of mm-hmm. mixed with Anansi. But um yeah, I guess he's the weaver of stories. <laughs> so it's good that Anansi oh. is the person who tells the story here. Or, oh, that makes sense.
0: yeah, okay,
1: all right. Um, and then she goes back to the office and finds a letter from Dan- Danny and Colleen to Mercedes Knight, who she corrects Ooh. no one that it's missing,
0: <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's not like she can tell anyone, no one's around, yeah. yeah. And, um,
1: <laughs> they find the sketch of the uh, the bionic arm, uh, probably signed by Forge somewhere
0: down there yeah probably we should have looked uh oh well it's i'm sure it's there maybe it's where her hand is covering
1: yeah Mm -hmm. anything else for misty uh
0: no no that's that's pretty much everything yeah all right cool let's take a quick uh quick break uh get to an ad and then we'll come back to the episode welcome to baston robbins would you like to try our mango fruit blast and jerry's named a flavor after me so start craving hazelnuts not bad for your consideration Tony finish the sentence let's get cheeseburgers that's right let's get physical and the Uh. best way to get physical is in the digital world it's safer there and the best place to get physical in the digital world is the new app everyone's talking about updater Imagine a scenario where you're under a lot of stress, so much stress, that your romantic partner leaves you and your business partner moves to San Diego just to get away from you. You like these people, and you want to make sure that you know they're okay, and also not dating someone else who has better superpowers than you. With Updater, you can keep track of your acquaintances without being in the same room as them. Now, you're probably wondering how this is any different from something like Facebook, or Twitter, or Instagram, or Blue Sky, or Threads, or Be Real, or LinkedIn, or any of the others. But it's totally different. In order to use the app, you yourself have to post something every time you open it. A picture, a video, a voice note, or even a poem. With Updater, you can keep track of your physical acquaintances in the digital world, use promo code MCU Rewind to make one free app opening without having to post something. Oh,
1: wow. that's a interesting social media. Actually, I I feel like that would be a good social media. <laughs> yeah, that one might be okay. Time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you like, might, well,
0: I guess I'm not going to use it now.
1: Yeah. Our advertising, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, huh.
0: and and then you you pay to not have to post something. So so that's that's how they make money instead of ads. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. I mean, in addition to ads, you know how things really work. Well, yeah, eventually, in addition to ads. But, you know, they start out without the ads. Okay. And then slowly over time. Yeah. yeah.
1: All right, moving on to our villains. I ask you, to what end?
0: Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. Anytime, boys. Hail Hydra. Hey! Kill Luke Cage. Kill Jessica Jones. And the devil of Hell's Kitchen, whoever he is. His name is Matthew. And my name is Electra Natchos.
1: You work for me now. So, this is how I have broken down. Okay. I have Mariah and Shades, Mariah in Comanche, mm-hmm. Mariah and Bushmaster, and then just Bushmaster. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, she was all over this episode. Yeah, she was. Hmm.
1: Um. So starting with Mariah and Shades, I guess.
0: Yeah, it sounds good. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm surprised how narrow minded Shades is about like I need money that's real, like like physical cash <laughs> or yeah. quarters, I guess.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is. I, I feel like this is one of those uh, two worlds scenarios, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, he. Uh, in mariah's world this is speculative money which yeah will definitely like she'll definitely make a ton of money off of this right or at least that's the assumption it's all but guaranteed Um, and when you have when you have a lot of money that's how you make more money right you do stuff like this um when you're you know shades world it's yeah, you know those those money tricks and you know things with accounting and borrowing money and living off only paying the interest and all that crazy stuff. Uh that's that's like headache inducing, and that uh, you don't trust that, right? Because at some point, anything can happen, and your luck changes immediately, mm-hmm. right? So it's it's more of a a, a, a personal background. I feel like, yeah. um, it makes sense that he's like, like it, maybe maybe he's like once we see it in a bank account. If it's in a bank account, that's good enough, but until then, it's not guaranteed. We're all happy for for nothing, right?
1: Mhm. Yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> so, yeah. So all he wants is a big bank account.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Like it's like because also like right now he can't just go out and you know, spend a million dollars on something. He doesn't have that money. In Mariah's mind, they have the money, right? So she can spend it like she has it but shades not so much yeah yeah yeah
1: he also gets free uh worried that they're putting up the club as like not real collateral but collateral on paper
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah
1: yeah um moments later after this uh uh comanche uh che they call him like busts in to show him the video of Luke cage getting his ass kicked and Mm -hmm. uh yeah mariah like not happy with this (laughs) and uh comanche just like insults Mariah. i can't remember the exact insult but it's kind of messed up Mm
0: -hmm.
1: especially for you know ostensibly his boss
0: Uh, yeah yeah exactly
1: yeah but uh chase just like dismisses him like doesn't get angry at him doesn't it's just like I'm curious what Mariah's point of view with this is like, Oh, just, he can just talk to me in shades. Doesn't mind him talking to me this way.
0: Yeah. I'm kind of surprised at that thing. Like that, that shades is like, cause like the little bit we get is that, you know, in shades sees him as like a brother, right? He's like, Hey, you just got out of prison. Uh, let me, uh, you know, help you out because you helped me a ton in the past. Right. I I feel like that's that's their dynamic. And so uh, but yeah, why wouldn't, you know, Shades eventually turn to him like, listen, I get it. But like, don't piss off your boss. You Keep doing that. Like, I can't protect you forever. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah.
1: I mean, I think Mm -hmm. he does. He thinks he can, though.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he does. Which is weird. We'll talk more about Comanche a little bit later. I feel like in the guy in the chair section. Um, mm-hmm. or not, you know, I'm just gonna say it right now, the one thing. Turns out he's an informant, right? To to the yeah. police. Um and so seeing his interaction here is weird because yeah, I guess on one hand he's trying to get closer to, to know all of the information that the cops want, uh, but at the same time, he can't do that if he's uh being kicked out of the room every time because Mariah hates him.
1: Mm-hmm yeah but he's trying to prove that he's big and bad enough to be in the room like he even in the later he offers his <laughs> services to Mariah, like he knows about investing and stuff like that
0: oh yeah oh yeah, that's true he He just says uh uh one of those like hey, I'm just gonna use uh some of the words like the basics that I knew. Mm-hmm. let me teach you lady who's probably done all of this stuff for like at least thirty years I know uh, right <laughs> yeah although
1: i mean she doesn't have the knowledge she's trusting uh i forget the other guy's name but
0: oh the uh, the lawyer guy yeah the lawyer guy yeah gave him
1: like partial power of attorney
0: and stuff like that oh yeah that's true yeah yeah because he was talking about like money and like different bank accounts and cayman island Mm -hmm. stuff and so that way that if things go down he goes down and not them I mean, I don't believe that that's how that works. Yeah, no, not Um, at all. (laughs) Yeah. I've, I'm sure he's made sure he's safe too, or Mm -hmm. he's safe. (laughs) Yeah. Right. But yeah.
1: Mm Okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, shades kind of realizes that, uh, Bushmaster is buying the guns at this crazy price, um, like crazy high price to weaken them. And she Mm -hmm. doesn't care. (laughs) <laughs> at,
0: at least until Bushmaster arrives later right <laughs> yeah yeah exactly um yeah until she realizes like oh that's the guy oh yeah. that's a problem okay uh but yeah no yeah um yeah I uh, although just... the way shades, sorry yeah. just the way that she says says that it's it, it kind of sounds like he's saying it is like an off the cuff thing, like hey, this is one of many possibilities, and it turns out that that was it, but mm-hmm. yeah. it's true. Mm-hmm.
1: So later in the episode, uh, and given to Bushmaster arrives there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, she kind of comes in friendly, thanking him for knocking down Luke and stuff like that. But uh, she obviously knows who he is and who his family was because she's like calling him, she downplays his family's contribution to the club, like calls Mm -hmm. flunky and stuff like that. It's actually very reminiscent of, uh, Ivan Venko's return in Iron Man two.
0: Yeah. Venko's.
1: Yeah. Venko's helped build Stark up and he's coming back for revenge on the family who did wrong.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Did wrong to him. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tim and his family. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And the reason I know that Mariah knows who she is, she pulls out the Bushmaster family rum.
0: <laughs> mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and they have that whole backstory of like, it can't be made anymore because people died and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, she called, uh,
1: he calls her Stokes. And this sets her off because. Yeah. I mean she wants to put that family name behind her. That family name is has a criminal past and she's trying to get straight.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, trying to make it look like she's straight. Well then again, yeah, she is trying in her mind trying to get straight by yeah. doing all of these crimes to make this money by buying stock uh in a company. Okay. Yeah, I mean she's going yeah, her version is straight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's
1: exactly. it's way better than uh White-collar crime is much better than drugs
0: and gun running in, in, yeah her, in, her in her mind yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's less direct violence is exactly really what it comes yeah. down to
1: mm-hmm. yep. yeah. Um, yeah so yeah she gets set off and uh, Bushmaster won this round uh, and he goes to celebrate he goes back to that Jamaican restaurant that we saw Luke at what last episode I think.
0: Any yes, worries welcome? episode. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, worries welcomed by a Nancy and everyone else as a hero. Guy who knocked mm-hmm. down Luke Cage. Yeah. All right. Anything else for our villains? Uh,
0: just looking through it. Nope. Yeah, I've got nothing else for them. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, moving on to Guy in the Chair. Guy in the Chair. I think that's what I want to do.
0: Is help people. Abilities.
1: No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. Uh who mm-hmm. you got for that?
0: Um, let's see. I guess nothing else, right? I uh, had a little bit for Comanche and Bobby okay. Fish, but we've already talked about all that stuff for them. So unless uh, you have anything have one, more.
1: Yeah, I have one thing for uh, Tilda as she's trying to figure out Bushmaster's concoction. Oh well. uh, where she was, she like realizes herself nightshade which is her comic book counterpart's uh super villain name uh yeah so which i didn't bring up as an easter egg because we actually i mentioned that last week when we were talking about her character history i didn't know she was gonna Uh. say it in this episode um (laughs) so yeah this just feels like yes it's nightshade is an ingredient but also that's a really shoehorned in way for us to be like oh hey like people who knew who nightshade
0: was Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah, exactly that's yeah yeah,
1: <laughs> which is part of my kind of my favorite aspect of some of the Marvel stuff is where they try to shoehorn the name drops.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, it's sometimes it just feels weird, right? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I don't like it. I, I feel like they should do a better, better thing because then it's like, yeah, you're saying this thing like uh like Captain Marvel right like a, mm-hmm. as a name um you know that's that's a suggestion nick fury has based off of nothing like he just it really based feels like he just the you know, he forced it, obviously oh all right well i missed that part you're right you're right <laughs> no he he know he, t- he talks about that. remember <laughs> he does huh.
1: yeah he, he he's like you know he, like when they're washing dishes at the end of the movie
0: hmm I okay i thought it was okay I thought he was talking about because she said Marvel was the.
1: Uh, yeah, he was, she does say that, and it's like no, and he calls it Marvel, and she corrects him like no, like Marvelettes, some dance hmm. group from I don't know sixties or oh, something. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah, that's all I have for guy in the chair. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, cool. uh,
1: go. Anything, A- anything for twelve
0: percent? Stark Tower is your baby. Give yourself twelve percent credit. Twelve percent. An argument can be made for fifteen. Twelve percent. Well, I baby? did do all the heavy lifting. Literally, oh. I lifted the heavy things. You know, I'm twelve minutes older than you. <laughs> Go. What percentage? I don't know. Twelve percent. Twelve percent? That is not a plan. It's barely a concept. You're taking their side. I am Groot.
1: So what? It's better than eleven percent. What the hell does that have to do with anything? I think it's crazy that ESPN is covering a street fight. <laughs>
0: Yeah, you're right. That's that's some that's some like in universe stuff that we don't really see very often, right? Like now we can make some assumptions based off of that. Like what what other superhero stuff ends up on ESPN um, uh-huh. when when footage leaked about the uh, the um, airport fight in. Captain America: Civil War was that also on ESPN? Did they talk about that from the perspective Um, of a boxing match?
1: I'm just wondering. I think maybe it might be more like the more, I guess, physically enhanced heroes. Maybe the chase. If there was any video footage of the chase in the freeway, and we couldn't figure out where it was Germany or wherever. (laughs) Um, yeah, I feel like that would have been on there because the speeds they're running and Bucky. My favorite shot of Bucky grabbing that motorcycle and flipping it up. (laughs) There's like feats of strength, feats of like speed Mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Maybe that would show up on ESPN. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Al, you ready to read the episode? Yes, I am.
0: I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter.
1: Earth just lost her best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger.
0: Access denied.
1: Strongest Avenger.
0: Access denied. Sami Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, what? Tony, how are we rating the episode? Uh, How many
1: shoehorn comic book name drops are we giving this episode? (laughs) Uh,
0: Oh, man, I I am torn. Um, On one hand, for the most part, I enjoyed it. Uh, On the other hand, I don't know why. Like, I can't remember a lot. I'm going with a three. I really yeah. don't think it had a lot going for it as an episode. Um, okay. Yeah, like, as we were going through this, you know, I didn't have a lot of notes, and then mm-hmm. you kept saying, like, oh, this happened, and then this happened, and this happened. And I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah, just... all right, I guess, you know, okay, all right, eh, yeah. But uh, we still managed to talk almost an hour for it, so I guess it's something. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm sticking with that three.
1: No, I, I agree with you, three. It, I mean, it wasn't... Wasn't terrible, wasn't great, it was pretty mediocre. Um Yeah, so obviously I'm gonna I'm gonna give it uh Nightshade. And then I'm gonna mm-hmm. give it when um Pops in season one kept calling him Power Man, uh, which <laughs> is Luke's comic book name. Um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll also do because it's always bugged me, it's not really his full comic book name, but when they introduced Clint Barton as the hawk in uh mm-hmm. the Aven- the opening of the Avengers that book. Mm -hmm. So, so I'll (laughs) go with those.
0: You gotcha. Okay. All right, cool. Well, uh, I guess we'll go ahead and wrap this episode up. Hey, everyone join us next week. We'll keep our rewind of season two of Luke cage. We'll talk about episode five, all sold out. Uh, in the meantime, please give us some sort of rating on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app that lets you give ratings. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter or Instagram. We are at MCU underscore Rewind. Uh, if you have any comments, questions, insults for the show, send them our way. Um, preferably no insults. But, you know, if you have them, I guess we can't stop you. Anyway, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, signing off. Have a marvelous day. streets of New York trouble. Me and my man map the plan to make a hefty bundle. Bless and to listen to greats from the basement gates. Making a jump.